for the first time in my life, I was depressed. I had a great job, great family life, support all around me, but yet I wasn't feeling happy. And not only that, but I was feeling there were many days when I would have a hard time getting out of bed. So many people can relate to that, I would imagine. Or doing things that were productive, let's say. I would spend countless hours playing computer games. Of course, I would do my job, but then I would just waste away, so to speak. Welcome to the Pinky J Podcast. Yes, Pinky is my real name. Not sure what my mom was thinking when she named me. Let's get real on this podcast and talk about taboo topics, trauma, and life experiences. Hey everyone, welcome to one more episode of Pinky J Podcast. Today I have Constantine from Canada, and he has his own podcast, so check it out. It's called Unleash Thyself. It's on all podcast platforms, correct? On Spotify, Apple, so check it out. It's pretty cool. It's all about self-growth and spirituality. As you guys know, and you guys listen to my episodes, I talk about taboo topics, life experience, and one experience that Constantine had, which I think it's going to inspire, especially guys, is depression. So hi, Constantine. How are you? Hi, Pinky. I'm excellent. Thank you so much for having me here and for that beautiful introduction. Tell me more about how you went into depression. Yes, that's uh, that's a great question. And it's uh, dear to my heart. It's something I wasn't open to sharing with individuals, either close to me or external, for a very long time. It's important to note I grew up in Eastern Europe during the communist era. And then later in life, when I was about 17 is when my parents decided to immigrate to Canada to give my brother and I a better chance to a better life. And once we moved to Canada, we put everything into our studies, into our work to chase that American or North American dream. And I did just that. I, I got a degree in mathematics. I went down. The corporate world. I also did a lot of entrepreneurial adventures. I, you know, I got a, I got a big, big house, the big cars, the fancy vacations, you name it. But it was never bringing me joy. And while I never felt depressed or unhappy, I knew that deep down something was missing. So a few years back, about six years back, is when I really started looking at myself and my own journey of growth and putting a lot of work into personal growth. But what I wasn't necessarily doing, it wasn't. I wasn't looking inwards. I wasn't connecting to my spirituality and doing the self-discovery because, again, I was raised that all the answers are external of you. You read books, you listen to podcasts, you watch videos, right? You you go to the experts. Now, of course, the years progressed and I began to realize that it's so important to see with yourself and to find all those answers within. And one of the things I did last year, early last year, is I went on a mental health retreat down to Ecuador in South America. And part of that retreat, um, I also had a chance to meet like-minded individuals from all walks of life but also had the option to do something I've never done in my life or even come close to, which was plant medicine, which allowed me to then open up my mind and see what life could be or should be. Coming back to reality, right, to my job, to my family, to friends, I thought, you know, wow, I'm going to make such a huge difference now. I'm going to change. Everyone is going to change as well. But the reality is that I changed a bit on the inside. I had a new vision, but no one else around me did. So sitting with that is kind of what sent me on this depressive state, which was for the first time in my life, I was depressed. I had a great job, great family life, support all around me, but yet I wasn't feeling happy. And not only that, but I was feeling there were many days when I would have a hard time getting out of bed. So many people can relate to that, I would imagine, or doing things that were productive, let's say. I would spend countless hours playing computer games. Of course, I would do my job, but then I would just waste away, so to speak, feeling miserable, feeling sad. And that lasted for about most of 2022, right? So seven, seven or eight months. And in that process, of course, I pushed people away, including family, including friends. I wouldn't allow them to come into my life. I wouldn't share anything with anyone. I would just sit in my own 
um, let's call it misery. And of course, it wasn't all negative. When you're in that zone, unfortunately, you don't really see the beautiful things that happen around you. Of course, retrospect, right? Hindsight is always 2020, so you can see a lot of beautiful things. Now, of course, looking back, I'm very grateful that I went through that experience because it allowed me to see with my emotions, see with thoughts I was burying deep down, and allow some of them to come up so I can work and process them. But really, what changed for me, and we'll dive a bit deeper if you'd like, is the idea of taking control of my own situation, saying, you know what? Enough is enough. Let's put the wheels in motion and make some changes. And it started with reaching out to people, friends, family, allowing them back into my life, giving them that opportunity to provide a helping hand like I provided to them in the past. That's very inspirational because like you said, you had a good job, you had great friends, you got great family, but yet you were feeling unhappy. And I think a lot of people go through that. Men don't talk about it. No, no. It's definitely something that I'm encouraging my my male friends to do as well. And my female friends, like it's, you're right that especially men don't talk about it, but I've seen it across the board. And that's mostly because of the stigma around mental health and the stigma around not being okay. And especially because from the outside, people see the nice car, the nice house, the meals you may have, whatever the case may be, and they assume that you're doing okay. So then for our mental side of things, and for me particularly, it was very hard to tell them otherwise. Like they see this picture that looks perfect on the outside, but how can you be like, no, no, it's actually not that way. Exactly. Many people are like, wow, you look great. Wow, you look so happy. But like, do they really know what's going on? You know, even your close friends, like you said, they have no idea because we put like this front. And that means we don't have any idea about them either. That's, that was a big aha moment for me. And right now, one of the things I'm doing, I realized what I was missing or not allowing back then is to reach out to friends and say, hey, you know, I've noticed that you've been more distant in the last couple of months or week or weeks, whatever the case might be. I want to make sure you're okay. Know that I'm here to listen. I'll provide a judgment-free space. I don't need to talk. You can just tell me what's going on. And then together we can figure out what's happening. Because like you beautifully say in your podcast, you are not alone. I know it feels like you are. And trust me, I've been there myself for many months. But the reality is you're not alone. But that decision has to come from your heart. No one else is going to make the decision for you. And reach out to people that you love because you don't know what they're going through. You can even see it through celebrities, through the media. Uh, it's going to get, it's like a trigger point, but you know, people commit suicide and these celebrities who you think they're happy, you know, go through this. So not even celebrities, like everyday life, you, there's so many vets and there's depression is going on such a high right now that we need to start, hey, reaching out to your loved ones and to your friends, exactly what you're doing, which I love. Did you reach out to a therapist? Uh, not a, a, f a formal therapist, different types of alternative therapists that I've been working with throughout uh, my life. But yes, I have. And to be honest with you, it wasn't necessarily even a therapist that gave me the most help. It was the friends and family. It was sitting with my own emotions and asking questions. And one big thing for me that really made a difference is coming to an understanding of what my purpose in life is or my why is. And that took a lot of work. And everyone has a purpose in life. We can't get into that dark zone and be like, is it worth it? Why am I on this earth? Like I have no purpose. No, you do. You have a purpose. It's good that you were able to get into yourself and get into that burr emotion in yourself. I know that you're Romanian, correct? And the European mentality, sometimes they really don't understand depression. So did your family understand what you were going through? I would say yes, just because my ex-wife was still a dear friend of mine. She went through a lot of depression while we were together. 
and also my brother, who's younger than me. So um, my family was very well aware of what can happen. And I would argue that even my parents, in their own way, have gone through various episodes, having to move from Romania in their 40s, right? Start, start fresh, leave everything behind. So yes, I would say, despite having the European background, there was a bit of an understanding. Now, of course, it's different for every family, it's different for every group, because again, it's based on those learned behaviors from the past and society, right? That's, that's That plays a big, big role. We live in such a cruel world right now. And I think after the pandemic, depression has skyrocketed. People are not opening up anymore. They're just getting closed. Like they're not reaching out to friends. And not for nothing, people are com- becoming a little bit more selfish in a way. Yes. But I'm, I'm glad that you got help and you're able to get out of that, that dark zone because that's very important. It's not easy what you went through, especially, you know, when you couldn't wake up or you you would come home and just play video games. Not not for any duration of time. And what I want to emphasize you, you touched on this as well, is I got help. But it wasn't until I made a conscious effort to get help that it made a difference. And same with therapists, right? I would highly recommend if you have no one to talk to in your life, do reach out to a therapist. There are many free services and of course paid ones as well. And also I want to touch on the fact that I live in a town called Halifax in Nova Scotia, which is on the east coast of Canada. Boston in the States would be the closest big city. Small area, beautiful land. But I moved here six years ago and I left, again, all my friends behind. I left a lot of people behind. And I made some new friends where I am. But all the close friends, the really close friends, are all virtual right now, unless, of course, I end up traveling. And the people I met in Ecuador, I made some really good friends there. So I have friends all, all over Europe, North America, Canada and USA, Australia even, some Latin America. And I reached out to people that are all over the world. So I was able to connect, like I'm connected with you, Pinky, and have those conversations. What I'm trying to say is that don't necessarily look at your immediate people in your life that are like within, you know, X kilometers or miles from you. Expand and think about everyone else that could be your friend, that you consider a friend, and either reach out to, to offer help or to get help. And yeah, expand your horizon. That's the one beautiful thing about the internet connection and social media these days is like you truly are not alone. If you want, you can make friends and find groups and find your tribe much easier. And it's okay to reach out. Don't feel ashamed. Because I'm pretty sure that went like over your head, like, should I reach out? Should I not? Should I take that step? I, you feel ash- that shame, that feeling like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not weak. That's actually a great point because one of the feelings I had... And one of my friends actually is going through this right now, and it's a tough situation, is that the feeling of being a burden. So let's say, Pinky, you're my friend, and I see you have a happy life. You're happy. You're working on the podcast. You have a new job. You're going through this. And I don't want to reach out to you because I feel like I'm going to bring you down. I'm going to bring your energy down. I'm going to bring your feelings down. And that that was big for me. And this one friend of mine that's going through that right now, unfortunately, he's going through some of the same things I've gone through. And... He sends a message and says, hey, you know, I don't want to talk right now because I don't want to bring your energy down. And it's always trying to reemphasize the idea that, of course, if you know deep down in your heart that you can help and it's not going to bring you down, offer the helping hand. But know that it's not about pressuring the other person into doing anything. It's allowing them to have that knowledge of the space is there for them to talk to you. Because I've made a mistake many times in the past when you push, push, push for someone to try to open up to talk and there will be... You know, only parts of it will come through. And because it's not something they want, it will lead to nothing positive for either of you. And there's also those people, you have to be careful who you reach out to, right? Because maybe your immediate friends could be a great friend, but then 
they start putting you down as well. Like, oh, it's in your head. You're fine. You have a great life. What are you depressed about? Like, you're healthy. You should be like positive. Like, what is wrong with you? It's all in your head. That's the worst thing you could tell someone when they're going through like depression. It's all in your head. Like, I've heard that so many times from different stories. Like, it, it makes me angry. Depression is not in your head. It's, it's a feeling. It's a chemical imbalance you cannot control, unfortunately. And you do need to seek help, which I'm so yeah. glad you were able to seek help. Now, here's uh, one thing I might uh, touch on that really quick is you said that people may say that to you. But I would argue that we say that to ourselves a lot. I did. I'm like, why am I unhappy? Why am I depressed? I have all this beautiful life. I have all these things. I started doubting myself, right? I say, oh, it's all in my head. I got to pull myself up. I got to do this and this. And no, it's, it starts with yourself again. It's like self-love or, you know, starting with loving yourself and being compassionate and saying, yeah, you know, I understand this stuff. It's not going to always be perfect. But there's a, a quote or a saying I like to go by. It, it says something like this. It's, this too shall pass. Like good or bad, it doesn't matter. You know that whatever is happening in your life right now, this is not the end. It's not going to stop there. It's going to pass, good or bad. And and it will pass. But you need to get to that point where you need to reach out for help and get that courage to be like, hey, like I need help. I need to talk because you can't go every day with the same routine. It's just not healthy, especially for years. I know people who've gone through depression for years and it's just, it it deteriorates you. That stress, it's just not good for your body. Your body is our temple, right? We need to treat it good. So if we're stressing, if we're going through depression, we need to get seek help 100%. Why did you decide to, because at the beginning of the of the podcast, you said, you know, you didn't want to talk about it, but now you're starting to talk about this point of your life when you're vulnerable and going through depression. Why did you decide to start opening up? Again, based on how I was raised, based on the society I grew up in, both in Romania and in Canada, and I've lived in Canada for 23 years, so I've lived most of my life in Canada, not in Europe. What I've realized is like you were saying, people do look at you different, or at least in your mind, it may appear that they look at you different when you start sharing personal things that you're not okay, that you have a mental issue. There's a lot of stigma around that, a lot of stigma around challenges that people go in life. And like I said, men sometimes have more stigma than women around this situation, but it's across the board. I don't want to generalize it. And that was with me as well. I was feeling, oh, how is it going to reflect on my professional life? I mean, I work for Microsoft, a really large organization. I have to be a top performer in the organization. I'm part of their sales team. So I always like to bring my best self. But it also meant I wasn't bringing my authentic self to work because I was leaving certain parts behind. And as I started talking to people about my experience, what I've realized is they started to give them permission to talk about theirs. I had friends in my life that started sharing my stories and being vulnerable and being authentic. And literally they're like, wow, I can't thank you enough. Now I can share with you this as well. Something that's very deep, very personal, because it's again, you almost like you're giving them permission. And then I realized that when I post on social media, be it LinkedIn or otherwise, if you're being authentic, if you're being vulnerable, if you're being your true self, then people will connect a lot more. And again, it's all about that inspiration, that empowerment that you give others that wait a second, if I can do it, you can do it as well. But it's your choice in the end, right? I cannot force you. I can only inspire you to be like, hey, you know what? I'll take a decision in the right direction today. Whatever that right direction might look like for you. Absolutely. You can't force anyone, but you can inspire. And I think that's the point of this podcast and your podcast. Absolutely. To inspire that, just that one person who's going through a tough time. Listen to these stories. This is this is what every, people have gone through. Yeah. And if you're going through it, you're going to be okay. You're not alone. And you're worthy. 
and you exactly. have a purpose. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you, you said earlier, right? You, you, we all have a purpose in life. It's up to us to figure it out um, uh, if we want to, right? Because for some of us, it might be as simple as enjoy a simple life. And that's fine. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I strongly believe that if you uncover whatever it is that brings you joy and happiness, and you do that by looking back in your past and seeing what brought you joy growing up, what brought you joy in your professional life, personal life up to this point. And that's how I find mine or refine my purpose and my why. And then once you find that, I like to say this, you follow your heart. So right now I'm doing the podcast. I'm being on other podcasts to talk about some of the, the things I've gone through and I've learned, but I have a lot of other things I'm doing and I feel like a million dollars. I feel happy. I feel joy despite, let's say, working 12, 16 hours a day because, you know, my professional life and my personal life is because I'm finally doing something that's aligned with my heart. And I feel like not only am I giving back, but I'm learning and getting so much in return. It's unbelievable. It's like the saying goes, the more you give, the more you get. Many people are like, why open up about the podcast? You know, why open up about your journey and your vulnerability? Yes, it's scary. Don't don't get us wrong. I, I am pretty sure... You also went through a scary point, like, should I do this? Should I open up about this journey on a podcast, you know, where, you know, people will listen, people are not talking about it. And you know what? This is our vulnerability side. We all go through stuff and this is my journey and this is your journey and this is everyone's journey. Everyone has a journey in life. You could go through the smallest journey, you could go to the biggest journey, yes. but it's your journey and no one should be judging that and, and you should tell your story. And that's the, that's the beautiful part is that each of us, it doesn't matter where we are in life or what walk of life we come from, we have unique stories and unique journeys that are worth sharing because at least someone else will be on a similar path to you. We're not identical because we're all unique, but on a similar path and they can pick up something from you. And you touched on the idea of this being tough and it has been tough. There have been times when I would question myself at the beginning, not now. But also that idea of being judged, right? I think we all fear being judged by others. But then I realized that at the end of the day, Pinky, I can't make you like me or vice versa. I can just be me and some people will like me, some won't. And that's the reality of things. It's, there's no way you're going to have everyone like you or everyone dislike you. Most of us will be somewhere in the middle. So once I open myself up to that idea, wait a second, I shouldn't care as much about others' opinion. I should care about my own opinion and how I feel about myself and push from there, then it removed a lot of that fear around becoming vulnerable and authentic. Because what's the worst that can happen? Some people will disappear from my life because they're like, ooh, Constantine is crazy now, right? He opened up or he makes me feel things I don't want to feel, right? Because certain people will be like, ooh, that hits so close to home, but then they don't want to do anything and they'll go away from your life. And that's the unfortunate reality, but that's fine. And then others will then grow with you because now they have the permission now they have someone that they can see in their life and someone i i spoke to recently a very wise person told me this idea of like you and i both and everyone else is one piece of a giant puzzle and if you've ever made a puzzle right you make the frame first usually and then you start building but let's say your piece doesn't go in the frame it goes somewhere in the middle well, now, if I put your piece in the middle, that means that the pieces that would go around you now can be placed as well. They don't have to wait for a magical moment. So you can start growing the puzzle from other directions as well. And that opened my mind up to like, wow, yes. Like the more of us that do this, the more those pieces start to fit in different parts. And that means that we allow everyone that's around us to now put their piece in and become their best version of themselves. So be you truly so others can be themselves as well. Do what makes you happy. Honestly, who cares what anyone says? Like, 
And I've, that's something I've, I've said a lot in this podcast, like who cares if you have like the smallest job or the, or being corporate, who cares if you live in a small shack or in a big mansion, or if you're in the middle class, if you're doing something that makes you happy, do it. And I love what you have in your background, choose happiness. Exactly. It's a choice. It is a choice. So that's why I found out the hard way. That yeah. It's truly a choice. Exactly. And everything in life is a choice, right? Choose happiness is just one of them. Choose to come out of depression. It may not be obvious right away, but if you take the right step, not the right steps, but if you take some steps in the, in the direction of being out of depression, magical things will happen. And that's the part that surprised me the most on this beautiful journey I've been on. Every day gets better and better, and you can't even... Imagine how much better the next days are getting because you're, you're doing the work. And that includes for me doing things like practicing gratitude, uh, meditation, other practices that allow me to center with myself, allow me to go through my thoughts, emotions, and process them instead of burying them deep down and allow them to influence everything else. I'm also going through my healing journey. And it's, it's a lot of tough work. It's not easy. It's not from one day to another. Mm-hmm. It's a healing journey and you, it, you just have to take it day by day. And like you say, like, I'm, I'm also very spiritual. So I do Reiki, you know, I meditate, I have my crystals, you know, and it's helping me day by day. And, you know, you have your ups and then you have your downs. And it's like, sometimes the roller coaster, right? Like, whoa, like, is this even worth it? Like, but then you're like, wait, yes, because we need to heal, right? So and I'm sure when you're going through your, you know, journey, trying to get out the depression it was a roller coaster ride and it was yeah and you're like and there's days you're like i don't want to do this anymore like i'm over it (laughs) i mean absolutely right and it went for me from mostly down to sometimes up to mostly up and sometimes down i think that's a part that's so important i love that you mentioned that is that the goal is not perfection the goal is not always happy or always joyful sure that's a beautiful goal but it's fairly unrealistic for most of us It should be, in my mind at least, and that's for me, mostly good days, some bad days. They will come because things happen in our life. We don't have control over everything, and we shouldn't. And that's it. Just enjoy the good days. Appreciate the fact that you have more good days than bad. Be grateful for the good things, but also for the less good things in your life because they're all teaching you something or giving you a chance to learn something new. Exactly. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. I think it's very inspirational, um, especially for men. You know, I think women talk about more of depression, but men keep it more of it enclosed. And we know they go through it as well. Well, thank you so much, Pinky, first of all. And thank you for giving me a chance to speak about this with you and your audience. And I would want to reemphasize, I guess, two things. One, follow your heart, whatever that is, and see how you can bring it to your professional life, whatever the professional life is. I know that when I started doing that, I brought a better version of myself to my professional life and it made me a better colleague, a better person to work with and a better performer as well. And the last thing I'll leave the audience with is that try as much as you can to lead from a place of love. That means more compassion, more empathy, more understanding rather than a place of fear. So look in your life in in spots where maybe you come from a place of fear Like a quick example would be someone cuts me off in traffic, old me would honk the horn, maybe yell a couple of things and I get pissed off and then maybe they get pissed off and then it it affects the rest of your day and maybe more. Try to come up with of love, understand that they may have something that's happening in their life that you're not aware of, you you have no information. They could be a jerk, but who cares? 
and just let it be. And when you start doing that or do an act of kindness or any of the stuff, you'll see the ripple effects it has. It, it will make you feel better. And in the process, it likely makes others feel better as well. Don't forget to listen to uh, Constantine's podcast, Unleash Thyself. It's pretty cool. And thank you so much. It was such an honor to talk to you. Until the next one, guys.